0: Cause bad body odor should we smell if we are healthy? Should we smell if we are healthy? Hmm.
1: Constipation. Constipation is number one. So if you get the crap out, your body won't try, try and dump it through the skin, giving you body odor. So the number one cause of body odor is constipation. Hmm. So I don't have to tell you to stop eating cheese, stop this, stop that. I mean, I could, but really the truth <laughs> <I> could, is... <laughs>
0: but it's not going to work,
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, might help a little bit. Uh, but uh. the real trouble is uh, the smell is coming from the poop trying to get out through your skin instead of your butthole. So, vitalitycycles.com, get your vitality capsules.
0: <laughs> you know what I wonder is how we were able to eat pizza as much as we did, well, this is, you know, 50 years ago or 60. Right. And, right. and still pooped. I mean, what was up with that? Was the cheese different, or was our digestion stronger? Or, I never had a... The
1: activity was different. People were
0: not sitting we as much. We were moving well, around. Yeah, We yeah.
1: were moving around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Running from pizza place to pizza place. <laughs> How do I get... Oh, this is Mel. Mel's in California. And I don't know if this is a California thing, but maybe it's just Mel, but he's got genital sores. I understand that I am on a need to increase my collagen levels... And I'm working on that, but how do I heal the sore spot right now? I have been dabbing a little turpentine on it and dousing it in castor oil every day for every over a month now, but it's still there. It seems to be getting yeah, better. He's got, yeah.
1: his, he's got up his collagen. Intake. Up his
0: collagen. huh?
1: Yeah, let me take the uh, again. This is his genitals, so this is a, a different kind of a different type of connective tissue. So I would recommend that he try um, cow intestines, the small intestine.
0: Mm. Good old cow. Paul wants to know. He's also in California. Uh, they're mm-hmm. going to be moving to Texas here soon, so just stand by. Oh, ask that doc- says. <laughs> or Florida. Please <laughs> ask Dr. Daniels how to safely cook sugar free, uncured bacon that has only three ingredients uh, pork, sea salt, and natural flavor from hickory smoking. Oh.
1: Huh. Okay, Do- so natural flavor is not natural, right? It's right. not naturally in the. So I used to make my own bacon and, uh, you know, you soak it in salt and cure it and blah, blah, blah. So you just fry it in the pan. I don't understand the question. You just fry it in the
0: pan. It's not, it's not a problem. Just fry it. Just fry it. Yeah. I've been listening to the show for about seven years now and really enjoy it. I've had many products. My main question. Oh, that's a personal question. We'll skip that one. Personal um, oh. <laughs> oh.
1: I can just refuse to answer it. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> I refuse to answer on my Fifth Amendment. You know, I just refuse to No, it's not answering.
1: It's just my prerogative.
0: That's right. I don't answer. So we have Tim here, and he has a baby daughter with spina bifida. Oh. And we're told she mm-hmm. will need to start using a catheter for life due to possibility mm-hmm. no feeling in the bladder area and no signal from her brain telling her when she needs to pee. Is there any natural right. remedies or any things that we could do to help her get feeling into her bladder, or reignite the neurons in her brain to let her know that she needs to urinate. We are told.
1: Okay, so we We're told this is the everything. only
0: way that she will be able to urinate in a controlled manner without catheterization. Oh.
1: Yeah. So. This is a baby. It's this person, this human being, is less than a year old.
0: Yeah. Is, is she less than They've
1: a year old? They've got a lot of. They said baby, so. I've we
0: have a baby a little daughter. Little. Yeah, he doesn't how so old. You know.
1: So we're going to say less than a year, okay. right? Okay. Less than a year. This kid's got a lot of developing to do. Yeah. So what I would do with this less than a year old baby is uh, let's just assume mom's breastfeeding. So add brain to mom's diet mm. and add um, collagen to her diet. It's my, the spina bifida might actually close. Yeah. I don't know how big it is, but uh, give this kid a high collagen diet with mom eating a lot of collagen. And then, if you do bottle feed the baby, you can just puree some collagen and some brain into uh, either the formula or breast milk and feed it to the kid. Now, if you're gonna do that, you need to, I would say it's a baby, right? So I wouldn't give the kid more than half an ounce or an ounce a day of that. And then, after that, you must offer the kid a water bottle because those things are very dense and require a lot of water. So, what the kid will do, is he will take enough water to go with those foods. If you offer him a water bottle after, after he eats the pureed uh, brain and connective tissue. But that's what I would do. The other thing I would do with the kid is, uh, I don't know where the spine is, open and usually it's the base of the spine, Mm -hmm. but you want to work the kid's uh, hips, like circular, and then that's going to help uh, the brain okay. sense movement. Yeah, yeah. So this you could, don't have to be aggressive; just rotate yeah. them.
0: This could close up. It could very well close up. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know. We don't know how big the spinal bifida defect is. Mm-hmm. It might be pinhole, in which case it can close very nicely with this. What we're talking about, and it's, and I would not do anything if the kid is already leaking urine, like every normal kid is leaking urine. I would wait for it to become a problem, you know. if you can't potty train, so I would not agree to any procedure at this point. So the kid, if the kid fails potty training due to leaking, well, maybe we have a problem then. But right now, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Would you think?
0: Would you think it's fair statement to suggest, even though you don't do medical advice, or neither do I, to do as less intervention at this point and more dietary until you see how things kind of evolve. F- yeah, fair. I would even
1: be more aggressive than that. I would say hmm. it's reasonable to do absolutely nothing, and a lot of things will actually clear up. Oh, yeah,
0: nothing medically. Yeah, because they probably no, want to do, do it. nothing
1: non-medical. They even say, you know, Dr. Daniels, we're not taking that advice about brain ecology, and it could still get better on its own. Sure, of course. Yeah. Of Give course. it the chance. Give it the t- chance of time.
0: That's right. Yeah. Sandy wants to know, what would be great ingredients for a natural, homemade insure? What? Grandpa deserves a better life. Why
1: would you want natural, homemade insure? That's one question. Well, because
0: Grandpa is taking chemicals,
1: she says.
0: What's insure?
1: A bunch of chemicals. To do what? It's a chemical gemish of sugar and milk.
0: To? For what reason?
1: That they market it to old people to make them stronger and actually makes them sick and gives them more
0: infection. Oh, okay,
1: okay. So, well, we're trying to understand what does the writer want to accomplish? What is the problem? She
0: says she, Grandpa deserves better than all those chemicals.
1: Hmm. No. That, that's, Grandpa doesn't deserve anything. Grandpa likes Ensure. feels like eating Ensure, he should eat Ensure. But we, we don't have a problem that she's identified that could be remedied by changing his diet, right? She just thinks he deserves something. Well, you know, I don't think so. I mean, if he's drinking insure, he likes Ensure, that's the whole story. Now, if he hates Ensure, if he's throwing up the Ensure, if he's getting diarrhea, if he's getting a bunch of infections, you know what I'm saying? We don't know. We don't have information here to give her any guidance.
0: But if she listens here, she knows some of the foods that Grant Carl could eat more of if he wants.: No, no,
1: no. We don't know what his problem is. So no, we I can't know. make a recommendation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I understand. This is Carl. He's in Oregon. We should send Carl a donation for living there, but that's okay. I've talked to (laughs) some non-meat eaters who claim that our bodies are not made to eat meat because we don't digest it well and our teeth are made like fruitarians. Along with other similar arguments, I don't buy it, but I'm curious what Dr. Daniel's argument may be and what her thoughts are and an ideal diet for the human body from a scientific perspective. Oh, are we going to trust the science? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we going
1: <laughs> well, let's just say your body is not capable of meeting all the cholesterol needs. It can only manufacture 75% of its cholesterol needs. There are no plant sources, no plant sources of cholesterol. So if God designed a body that has an absolute dependence on eating meat, that would be the cholesterol piece. Then must have been meant for us to eat meat. In order for your teeth to stay in your head, you need a lot of collagen to hold those teeth onto your jaw. Uh, I've lost two teeth and I lost them during my vegan uh, years and that, you know, there's, there's no getting around that. So this whole osteoporosis thing is women going to uh, chicken and fish and noodles and a low collagen diet. So there's this really nice guy, his internet video. 48 nutritional deficiencies caused by a plant-based diet, and it's real. And so if you are a strict, uh, no meat, no animal, anything person, then you're going to get a B12 deficiency. no know, not about it. And God set it up that way, right? That the only, uh, dietary, only source of B12 is from your diet, from eating animals. There's no, can't get around it. Uh, so the other, uh, any other arguments are moot because there's an absolute dietary requirement for animals, and B12 is an excellent example. Cholesterol is an excellent example. Your body has absolute requirements of these things. Collagen, excellent example. There is no plant source of collagen. There is no plant source of cholesterol. There is no plant source of B12 that can satisfy the human daily requirements. So there. Now what's what's a good diet for uh, humans? That's open to debate because different people are at different places in your life, right? If you're coming off coming off of ten years of veganism, or in my case twenty six years of veganism, it's gonna be a different diet than if you've been eating meat all your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> a lot has to do with kind of where you are at. And the best way to figure it out is to try different things, whatever things give you more energy and make you feel better, then that's the way you should lean. Yeah.
0: Um, here's someone that two hip and two knee replacement surgeries. Wow! After playing That's rugby, not done
1: yet. Not done Ooh,
0: yet. <laughs> he has a lot of pain in his knees. Tramp
1: on, get the popcorn, enjoy the show.
0: <laughs> he finds it. Dif- I, he said, "I find it difficult to walk, sit, and sleep." Takes uh, tramadol. T R A M A D O L. Tramadol. Tramadol. Tramitol. 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 He's a
1: narcotic, a, that masquerade as, non, as a non-narcotic. That's
0: this fellow's in up. the UK, do we have any ideas for him?
1: We need to first let him know what his future holds, and that might motivate him to do something. Okay. So basically, he's had these re- joint replacements, and they have not delivered what he expected, which was pain-free functionality. Newsflash. They're not designed to, they won't. What they are designed to do, though, is put you on a trajectory of getting repeat surgeries, repeat surgeries, repeat surgeries. So depending on his age, you know, he might get a, be getting at least one of these joints replaced every five years, mm-hmm. which is a huge payday for the system. So what's the answer? Uh, the answer is for him to eat a diet, you know, high in water, high in vegetables, of course, but he has got to eat, uh, you know, Cowfoot foot soup and pig ear soup, these things are going to replace and fortify the material that the fake joints are attached to. So what's going to happen is the reason he got the joints in the first place, the new joints, the plastic or Teflon joints, is because his body was not maintaining the joints due to malnutrition. That has not changed. So the material that they've attached this synthetic uh, stuff to his body is also going to deteriorate, which means these joints are destined to fail because the underlying problem is his body is not maintaining his bones. So that's the process that he has got to stop. And the way to stop that is to eat a uh, high bone, high collagen diet, which I just explained, and also to have some level of weight bearing activity, even if it's just standing up, taking two steps and sitting down, whatever it is he can comfortably do, he should do that because that signals his his mind and his immune system to maintain that bone that the prosthesis is attached to.
0: Hmm. Wow. Good job. Chris is in Denver. Um, Is there a way to fix nearsightedness with a stigma? A stigma? Uh, In an old show, Dr. Stigmatism. Stigmatism. Yeah. In an older show, Dr. Daniels said drinking a teaspoon of 10-day-old urine. Did you say that? Uh, um,
1: well, no, not 10-day-old. I, I was only using, I was using year-old and two-year-old urine.
0: You were, two-year-old, so yeah.
1: Maybe it was an interview on one of my radio shows. I had a guest who was a, a, a expert urine drinker and huh. had been drinking urine forever. Yeah. So, blueberries and carrots really do work. <laughs>
0: For the eyes, blueberries and carrots.
1: yeah. So just throw a couple of carrots in your stew, your rice, and uh, eat that. And then the eye washes are very helpful. And then to get rid of nearsightedness or minimize it, look far out into the distance. That would be more than 20 feet away, preferably one to three miles away. Then um, if you have a juicer, you don't mind juicing, you know, juice things like celery and carrots and maybe beets if you can handle them. But the key is the carrots. And if you can juice about two to four cups of carrot juice a day and get that down and you know wash your eyes out and make sure that you go for walks where you look long distances, uh, okay. then that's going to greatly improve your um, eyesight and easily keep it from deteriorating. But the worst thing you can do if you're an is to stare at a computer screen. Hmm.
0: Indeed. He said, what is the name of the... Book Patrick mentioned during the show using urine. I don't even know. Do you know a book?
1: Do you know a book?
0: I used to know a book.
1: Your Body's Perfect Medicine. Your Body's Perfect Medicine. Yeah,
0: that's the one. Yeah, Your Body's Perfect Medicine. You can get that one. I often have a painful, burning fist size area in the solar plexus, radiating chest pain, ear pain, sometimes reflux. Have to use three pillows, getting up and sleeping in a chair. Awful used awful. Used to be intermittent and didn't seem particularly connected to any kind of foods, but is now almost constant daily. Wow. Recently I tried um, drops of Har- 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 oil? harlem oil, H A A R L E M oil a day for 10 days and it helped a lot. Surprisingly, it really took away some shoulder and joint pain, and I actually felt really good all over. Have you ever heard of Harlem oil?
1: No, but the problem is it's not working now, right? So what happened?
0: Yeah, I stopped after 10 days, and I could tell if it's still. So is it okay to keep using this? I'm thinking it might be good to stick with it for a month or two. I have taken turpentine, but never 10 days in a row. So he's asking about this oil, if this would be okay to do.
1: I think so. I think you should handle the underlying problem. Yeah. So the number one thing is make sure he's emptying his bottom out three times a day. Okay, check that. Make sure he's not drinking tap water. Tap water causes this problem. Next, it's not eating breakfast. Eating breakfast causes this problem. What Next, is, of course, is also What's the that final oil? Seed,
0: final
1: seed. Oh. I'm not familiar with it.
0: Okay. He's taking Vitality Capsules and working on up to, to get the three more results a day.
1: Okay, so he's not, doing, he's not pooping three times not a day. Not three yet.
0: yet. He's working on it.
1: Okay. So he's got to get there. So poop three times a day. The next is to drink water. Again, half his body weight in ounces. Then next, uh, you can take fennel seed, chew the fennel seed, like you chew on chewing gum, just chew it, swallow it, get some more and keep going. And that will, that will solve the problem, but skip breakfast. So your first meal of the day, maybe 11 o'clock. Wow. Now his problem again, medical this research, if you're going to believe research, uh, cured it just with water, just by drinking uh, two quarts or more of water a day, they cure this indigestion burning sensation. Wow,
0: two quarts. Yeah, I've been adding salt to my water and I really like it, sea salt. I don't know why. Yeah. I just like it. Okay, now here's Cheryl. God love her. She's sixty. And she has advanced six to zero, and <laughs> she has advanced colorectal cancer. Oh, she's got a colostomy bag due to obstruction. Never had chemo or surgery, uh-huh. so she's got two. Whoa, whoa, whoa! If she had surgery,
1: then she, you gotta have surgery to get the colostomy yeah, bag.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: so, yeah. So, what kind of surgery did she not have? What are you talking? about? We don't know what we're talking about.
0: So she wants to know about healing her anal rectal fistula that she's had for like seven, eight months. I had a pre-colostomy. The fistula does not seem to be training. The pain is excruciating. Wow. Okay, is
1: she having pain at the site of her fistula? Is that what we're saying? She doesn't
0: say, Tweety. She doesn't say. And she just says she we don't know
1: where the pain is. No. All right, let's take a stab it at It sounds
0: like it's at the fistula. That's-
1: let's just say it's at the fistula, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so what has happened if she has a colostomy bag is they've cut her open, they've interrupted the colon, and they have uh, routed the tubing to the outside. Right. So the poop goes into this bag. Right. Okay. The problem with that is when they made the cut, the other half of the colon doesn't have the ability to empty or cleanse itself. Oh, right. That, so those,
0: That's what the fistula is.
1: Well, we're getting there. Okay. So the other part of the colon that can't cleanse, that they've cut off, it has no entrance, entrance, a bit of an exit. I think that the tumor is sitting at the end of that, and then we have the fistula, which means a tunnel has, formed from the colon to the outside of the body.
0: To try to get out?
1: Well, we can have all the theories we want, but I'm just yeah. trying to tell you, wow. to let you know, audience know what actually has happened, or what she's described. Wow. Okay. So, uh, the best way to get rid of the fistula, of course, is to clean the area. Well, our hands are almost tied pretty much. So what I would do is well, first of all, we need to understand colon cancer. Colon cancer in the United States has now been reconfigured. Even the experts agree that there is no such thing as colon cancer. It's actually a collection of maybe 20 different disorders that they don't really know about and can't really name. Just, so I'm gonna clarify this mystery that there is a mystery. There's not agreement here. What, what what they have found though, is parasite treatment of any and every kind seems to improve this drastically. So, the one uh, parasite medicine that seems to work the best, uh, from what I've researched, is ivermectin. Mm -hmm. So, she might want to start by taking ivermectin. I know this is going to be tough for her to figure out, but just once a month.
0: (laughs) Once a month. (laughs)
1: Because mechanism, there's no increased benefit of taking it more often than once a month, but there is increased toxicity. So, she only needs to take it once a month. So, I take ivermectin. And if she's running out of patience, she can take, you know, turpentine two or three times a week. Turpentine is a solvent, it gets through all the body and it's gonna help shrink up and heal this area. Meanwhile, try and keep the area uh, of the fistula as clean as she can, like dabbing it, or maybe apply uh, turpentine directly to the external part of the fistula. I would not dig into the fistula because you want the fistula to close off. So just maybe apply turpentine to the outside. But that's uh, what I would do for her.
0: So, if she can get rid of this fistula thing, she could get hooked back up, take off the bag, maybe?
1: No, 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 not necessarily. So, she can uh, get rid of the fistula, but the major obstruction can still be there and the tumor can still be there. So, it, but taking the ivermectin once a month is going to help the tumor uh, stop growing, shrink up, and not put the pressure on the fistula to exist so the fistula can heal up. Now, for her, the problem with the fistula is that's poop that's leaking out all over her body and onto any place she sits. Right. Yeah. So, you can't exactly catch a cab, you know.
0: And she can only urinate when she lies down in warm water. Um, Is it way too... The fistula affects my ability to urinate as well? That's what's going on? She's asking.
1: No. The tumor uh, which is at the end of her colon is near her uh, urinary um, equipment. So that's what's affecting what's going on there. But again, the ivermectin might improve that as well.
0: Wow. Diane has a 13 year old, severe form of autism that affects speech and co- cognition. Turpentine yeah. has helped a lot and has a also a gluten-free, casein-free diet. He can understand a lot more now, but has trouble forming sentences, although he knows what he wants to say. How can I resolve, help him resolve this? Reminds me of a stroke vic- victim suffers aphasia. Right,
1: so if you want to help him communicate, and they have these boards with pictures, and he can, you know, take a plate, you know, put it next to the kitchen. Like, okay, maybe he's hungry. So there's all these picture board communicators. Okay, so that solves that part, but she really wants is for him to get better. So she can add brain to the the schedule, to the diet. I'd recommend cow brain. Um, He's 13 years old, probably, you know, one ounce, two ounces a day, and, you know, you've got to mix it with a fair amount of vegetables, uh, some kind of carbs, maybe rice, and uh, lots of water. So I would say the missing thing she's got is the brain add the brain to his uh schedule uh, continue with the turpentine
0: boy this is a long one God love you let me try here <laughs> I'll work with this jane is forty seven
1: question mark
0: <laughs> okay forty seven mm-hmm. um, drinking a gallon and a half of water a day wow
1: do we have a weight on this can we uh,
0: yes she um Oh, I started at 420 pounds and now 320. Wow. Oh, great. Pretty good, man. I take the Vitality capsules. um, Then some long made-up name by AMIODIPINE and And hydroxychlorozozide. Okay, so these are
1: blood pressure medicines. Okay,
0: okay. I stopped... My anxiety meds, with which was Xanax, and I want to stop the meds, these other meds too. Vertigo is getting better, and I don't have dizziness all day. So she's improving here. Um, yeah. And she's now she's got issues in her fingers and her toes, and her legs keep getting numb and tingly. Very scary. I can't sleep because when I lay on a bed, whatever side I'm laying on gets numb. Okay, I do mm-hmm. have three Bob movements a day. So looks like the numbness and all of that is what she's asking about now. She's doing good though, she lost 100 pounds. Yeah. Numbness.
1: We're looking up amlodipine pain to see if it causes numbness.
0: Okay. And there's another one here. Hi. Uh, uh, uh,
1: there we are, burning, crawling, itching, and numbness. Oh. Pins and needles. Right there. And tingling feelings and chest pain or discomfort, chills, chest, clammy skin. Jesus Christ.
0: And then hydroxychloroquine as well.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's a water pill.
0: That's a water pill.
1: So I would say uh, the easiest thing to do here is stop the water pill. The, alma- Not the, alma- the feet is a serious side effect of amaldipine. This is from drugs.com.
0: And what is that drug for?
1: Theoretically, well, high, high blood pressure. High blood she's pressure. Check her blood pressure. Yeah, check her blood pressure. See what it is. And I would maybe, um if she sounds like she's willing to do a lot of stuff. So yeah, either cook beets, one cup of cooked beets a day, or juice some beets, beet juice, and that should lower blood pressure, where she can stop the unloading
0: Because that could be doing the numbing thing.
1: No, it is. It, it is. is. We found it. <clears throat> yeah, they, they told us. No. <laughs> It's an of
0: pain side effect. <laughs> it's right on the label.
1: Yeah,
0: totally. Um, would pig brain help my daughter? Please ask Doctor oh. Daniels how to prepare canned pig brain to help youngest daughter with bipolar and moderate psychosis diagnosis. She's taking absolutely. She's oh. taking ability and Therapill. What?
1: Abilify. Abilify. Ab- so uh, brain is just. It's, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. People who are irritable, bipolar, depressed, got to kill myself tomorrow, um, stupid, whatever brain dysfunction you want to call. <laughs> I am amazed at how well brain works to cure it. So, uh, yes, it
0: would. And how to prepare canned brain pig The same way, I guess, right? Just the same way.
1: I would not bother with canned brain. Okay. Get to I not I, I Give it the information I can. It's a real
0: thing, because you don't know what they've done to it before you, right? I would get the frozen
1: uh, pig brains. Okay. And believe it or not, Amazon ships them. Really? Good for them. Oh, yeah. Amazon's got special computers. They can do stuff no one else can do. <laughs> you can even buy narcotics on Amazon. That's amazing.
0: That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. Whatever you, <laughs> whatever you
1: want. So, pig brains. Let's see. They
0: really have Amazon, frozen pig brain on Amazon?
1: for it. No, they only have the can that I can see.
0: So she's going to have to just look on the web and find a place that will ship them or something.
1: Yeah, or sometimes if you can um, search just right on Amazon, you can find some things and they kind of bury it. Yeah. Um, And when I try and look for it, I mean, I, I can't order it here, of course. But when I try and look for it, you know, for someone who's in the States, it can take, you know, 15 to 30 minutes to find the real pig brains. So they got plastic pig brains, clay pig brains. You
0: know, okay. But she's just gotta got to find some real pig,
1: pig brains. Yeah. Find some real pig brains. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. Got it. This is from Tan. Oh, I just
1: want to say the internet has amazing pig brain, cow brain recipes. It has really come a long way. When I first started recommending brains, you'd be hard pressed to find even one recipe, but now they've got some incredible, Somebody.
0: amazing recipes. Let me see what you started. Um, Tam wants to know, what's your take on Cushing's disease in a human? What is really going on and how would you treat it? Uh, And this is also, I have hypothyroidism. Um, And my 11-year-old daughter itches at night. Could that be parasites having a party? Okay. Cushing's hypothyroidism an 11-year-old itchy.
1: So lady has basically total endocrine failure. She does not have like one isolated issue, right? You know, she's, she's got, uh, you know, her, her thyroid is failing, her adrenal glands are failing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Cushings disease is, um, uh, a deficiency of the brain and the anterior pituitary. So again, she would benefit from eating uh, pig brain or cow brain because you, you get the pituitary with it, comes with it. And so you can repair and fix your own pituitary. Uh, I don't know if she's had the surgery yet. She doesn't say. Right. So the surgery for Cushing's disease is absolutely devastating. It just takes off the whole pituitary gland. Don't do that. Which... <laughs>
0: Let's not do that. Let's not do that.
1: That's hanging up a tree by the root in order to save the tree, right? If mm-hmm. you're not exactly going to replant it, just cut up all the roots. So uh, that's what I would do. And then, again, she needs to take a look at her, her diet. Uh, she's got to get rid of all of her processed food or chemicals and, um, and drugs. She should talk to Tammy.
0: You <laughs> should communicate.
1: I'm kidding. But um, the other question too is how was the Cushing's diagnosed? Hmm. And this is one thing I always get back to. And if 50% of the cases where people have dreadful diseases, I say, okay, where's the lab results? They show me all the lab results and there's actually no laboratory evidence of the disease. The doctor just slapped the label on. So she needs to find out if it's a biochemical basis for her Cushing's. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to do a real quick one here, just a quick, quick break, don't go far. Um, just want to let you know that the way we support ourselves here is by uh, promoting products and we get a commission when we sell them. And now lately we've been moving more towards uh, asking for donations and they have been coming in, 5, 10, 20 bucks. It's great, keep them coming and I'm going to write all of you to thank you and just haven't got to it yet. But just a thought, we really appreciate you donating—it's just amazing. Sometimes I cry. I just just go, can't believe it. So thank you. I have, thank you very much. Quick little thing on our our products. We have an organic sulfur that's just out of control. Good. Please try it. We have Daniel Vitalis with Sir Thrival, Colostrum, Shaga, Rishi, and um, he's got a great uh, digestive bitters that uh, we like. And that's it. Sir Thrival premium products from Shen Blossom. Everything from a 50-year-old ginseng to hee Shi for kidneys. Makes kidneys stronger. You got kidney issues. Try some hee-she-woo or hoshi wu It's very, very cool. The X3 is an exercise thing that I am doing. I've got more muscles today than any time in my life all over my little body. X3, it's on oneradionetwork.com. It uses variable resistance really cool and then finally the hydrogen machine where you can breathe the water, breathe the gas rather and drink the water and you can, you'll drink more water and you can do three or four quarts of this baby and your body's going to love it hydrogen is a molecule that is a food it's just energy, not trying to kill anything, it's a a great technology Um, go to molecularhydrogeninstitute.com and they'll tell you more about it and ours is the one we sell now, the hydrogen machine, uh, hydrofix of the holy hydrogen is um, made in, China, in Japan, and these folks, they know their stuff when it comes to hydrogen in Japan. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is One OneRadioNetwork.com. And Dr. Jennifer Daniels, when we go to VitalityCycles.com, will we find, yeah. what will we find there? Pictures oh of old God. boyfriends or anything like that? <laughs>
1: uh, no, we're respecting their privacy.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> go on. I'm glad.
1: But you're going to find <laughs> um, a tab for the Home Healers Program, which is an excellent way for people to uh, free themselves from the medical industrial complex. Personally, I saved over $200,000 in insurance and copay costs just by using this information myself. And you can see the results of this type of healing. At age 66, I am drug-free. Except for ivermectin I take once a month. But other than that, no drugs, not even Tylenol. Um, So that's the Home Healers Program. Uh, We teach you how to handle uh, emergencies in your home in less time than it takes for the ambulance to arrive. You can literally (laughs) Uh, just handle the situation and go on with your happy evening. <laughs> um, then you'll find vitality capsules, the internal cleanser. That's comfortable enough to use. And this is what people are taking to cleanse their liver, accelerate their circulation, empty their bowels and get three movements a day. So their body can automatically heal itself. Then you're going to find over 300 recordings, audio and video.
0: Of um, radio shows I've done in the past. Vitalitycycles.com There you exactly. Go. Home healer's course that's that's pretty cool, right? People like that. Way cool. Way, Way
1: cool.
0: You can do. You too can be a home healer. Uh, cool. Let's let's get some more in here before you got to run. I did exactly. a I did a juice fast. He's Anthony for a week and took the turpentine and sugar midweek. I saw what appeared to be a a clot leave out of my nose along with a lot of mucus. I decreased the dizziness that I've been having. Oh, it decreased the dizziness, although I've had a sinus infection, so I did a series of neti pot. Question, I think there is mucus in my brain itself causing my dizziness, among other things in my body. Do you think that's possible, and what can I do?
1: It is possible, and the best way to do it is, would be after his fast. It, he, once he resumes eating, start taking bitters. My favorite is Campari. Uh, if you're uh, buying your bitters instead of making your own, uh, the Home Healers course has with it a recipe for making your own bitters. But uh, that or orange strong water bitters. That's a hmm. orange is the type. Strong water is the brand, and it's bitters you're buying. So, what's going to happen if you take these bitters is it dissolves the uh, mucus accumulations throughout the body, conveniently and comfortably, so you can go about your life, and it will cleanse you. And so, for me, um, I do this now instead of I don't do liver flushes anymore. Mm. and if I do a water fast, it's only from one day, and I get all the results I would have gotten from, say, a one-week or two-week water fast. So it really changes the whole equation of your life in terms of the ratio of healing rituals and benefit, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you don't want to do these healing rituals because the, the ritual just takes up so much time, right. and the benefit is so low, yeah.
0: right? right? But
1: with the bitters, the healing time is down, right? Just take a teaspoon and a cup of water... And- good to go. And the benefits are way up here. So it's a major uh, breakthrough.
0: Cool. Yeah, because even like a coffee enema, that takes a while sometimes. You know, make it
1: and prepare it and do
0: this and all that and you know. Hmm. Um, What's a natural herbal supplement equivalent to Adderall? Adderall.
1: So this person's gone right by it. (laughs) What? You're the problem? Heck no. Give me my drug for my other drug.
0: (laughs) What is Adderall?
1: I'll I'll give him the respect of not answering the question. But uh, if he eats uh, brain, then he won't need his Adderall.
0: What does Adderall supposedly do?
1: Adderall is basically um, speed that's been rebranded, and people have been brainwashed to believe that it's... uh, Healthy for the brain when it actually dissolves the brain and creates mental retardation over time, Whoa. aka Alzheimer's,
0: Parkinson's
1: at age forty, in kids who have started on Adderall for ADHD.
0: It's speed.
1: Yeah. Wow. Used to be uh, an illegal street drug, and the drug company said, "Okay, this will never do. We need to be able to sell bo- volumes of this and really move it." And so they, they invented a diagnosis, diagnosis called ADD, dressed up to speed and put it in uh, a bottle and give it fancy names like Adderall. Oh, great.
0: Yeah. This person has a second question. Is it healthy to drink water even though we aren't thirsty since we have to drink so much on a daily basis? Good
1: question. Exactly, yes. So most people are thirsty is obvious, right? You drink water because you have thirst. But other things are not so obvious. Maybe you're tired. Um, Maybe you have a little brain fog. These are symptoms of being thirsty and needing water, and often a glass of water will clear them up. So just because you don't have a desire for water right now, doesn't mean you shouldn't drink. Now, if you don't have a desire for water, and you drink water, and you feel worse, well, there you go. No more water for you. So uh, you have to kind of, again, feel your way through it. But yes, it is okay to drink water when you're not thirsty.
0: It's okay. It's okay. Molly uh, has uh, spot there I'm trying to picture it. Placed just below the thumb on the right hand, my wrist swollen and hurts. And I'm not sure if uh-huh. this is considered carpal tunnel tunnel. Oh that's a, it's a bone right
1: there. The base of the thumb yeah, is I, bone. Yeah,
0: like right here. Yeah. Yeah. Is
1: that what she's saying? That she has pain in that joint. That
0: they right there. Considered um below my thumb not, and right above my or oh, right above my wrist. Oh, it's right here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's that lower joint. Yeah.
0: There's a yeah. little s- s- source box. It's, it's
1: called a snuff box because if you li- lift your your thumb back, it, it looks like a little box. That's so called a snuff box. Snuff box. That's what the doctor
0: called it. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, so if I could turn it, I can turn around and show it to you. Yeah. Right there. Oops. Oh, that right? Area? There. Sorry. Yeah, that's the snuff box. You can see how it's shaped there. Yeah. That's it right
0: there. So why is that sore on Molly?
1: Because she's got tendonitis. She can just put a spot of uh, turpentine on it for now. Then she can examine what exactly she's doing her, with her hand. What's that repetitive movement she's doing? And stop doing that. But <laughs> stop, for now... Stop it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for now, put turpentine on it. The next thing is to minimize the repetitive movement. The next thing is examine what is that task she's doing with that repetitive movement and can she do it another way that's not going to irritate or aggravate her tendons there well mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so i went through that you see this uh crochet behind me here yeah and a thousand crochets per round it can really you know work that thumb and at the end of the day it can feel like the thumb's gonna fall off <laughs> so then what i had to do is say wait a minute let me twist my work this way, move the other hand that way, and put more of the work in my wrist, not in my thumb, and then all the pain's gone, and I can just go ahead and crochet the whole thing. Not a problem. So she needs to take a look at what she is actually doing with that thumb and moving it around that's causing uh, the pain.
0: Carol wakes up from time to time with a swollen tongue huh. and a burning sensation on the tip of my tongue. What's even more odd is that the left half of my tongue is raised higher or more swollen than the mm-hmm. right side.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so she's going to go get her three babblements a day for sure. <laughs> okay.
0: That'll make your tongue. The key,
1: the key that gives the whole thing away here is not the swollen of the tongue. All right. But the swelling of the tongue goes up and down, up and down. And it correlates. So she goes to bed, tongue's fine. But as her body starts trying to cleanse, the tongue swells up because the body's really storing toxins in her tongue. It should be in the toilet. So
0: the body puts them anywhere it wants to, a can or what week or something, and when it doesn't go out the right way?
1: Yeah, I'll give you an example. Yeah. So, if I, so I drink a lot of water during the day. So when I go to bed at night, everything's just fine. But I'll wake up in the middle of the night with saliva in my mouth because my bladder is full. And that fluid is ending up in my mouth. So I'll get up into my bladder, spit out the saliva, go to bed and we're just fine. Hmm. But if so, saliva in my mouth is actually a symptom of my bladder being overfull. full. Wow. And in her case, the, saliva, the swollen tongue is an example because it's the, the tongue is solid. Uh, the swollen tongue is more likely a symptom of excess solid waste. So she can empty her bowel before she goes to bed at three bowel movements, during, bowel movements during the day, that's
0: gonna help her. Help her, yeah. Uh, Nikki, I'm a black lady and have been noticing light spots appearing everywhere on my body. What's this causing that? Uh, all is a, and it is all nerve damage caused by the same thing: connective tissues. Well, Dr. Daniels, she wouldn't know anything about being a black woman and stuff. So, but we'll ask her anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I noticed I was getting these white spots. I'm like, oh my, God, oh my God, I'm getting an old black lady's disease with white spots. But then I started eating black stuff.
0: All the uh, black stuff again. Oh.
1: Yeah, I've eaten all that black stuff.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Black sesame seed, black human seed, black squid egg, um, she legit, black chicken. I eat black stuff. And so now, um, oh, I also get plenty of sun, which blackens up my skin. Oh. So I don't have uh, so that problem's gone away.
0: And she asks: Is all nerve damage caused by the same thing?
1: No. No, she
0: she didn't say if she has nerve damage or anything.
1: No, it's not all causes. Obviously, okay. someone can take a knife cut your nerve. That's one cause. Doctor yeah. cut a nerve during surgery. You know,
0: There's all kinds. Yeah. melasma. What a great name, melasma. Melasma. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Catherine.
1: Also known as a mask of pregnancy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Catherine. I've had melasma on my face since having—it's not her name—having children over 30 years ago. What's melasma?
1: Mask of pregnancy is called melasma. I'll be done. So I went to medical school. I learned
0: about melasma. I said, "Oh no,
1: no, no, no! I'm going to have all the babies I want, but I will not have melasma." Not standing for it.
0: (laughs) What is it? Something on your face? So
1: what happens when you have a baby is um, you have really high levels of hormones and all kinds of stuff circulating around to maintain the pregnancy. Uh And the baby's born. Out you go. And your body has got to uh, chop up all these hormone fragments and dump them. And if your liver is not uh, up to the task and you're not... You know, drinking water and pooping frequently, then you get melasma. Yeah. All right, that's water over the dam. It's done. She's got the melasma. What do we do now? And the answer is, we put uh, castor oil all over the face. Castor. castor oil over the face every day. Castor oil, and then correct the problem that caused it in the first place, which is empty the liver, empty the intestines, empty them, and hydrate, and it'll it'll go away. Wow. Also increase your vegetable intake. So she can just go to VitalityCycles.com, download the free report, the Candida Cleaner, follow that diet. She can add bits of meat that she wants to but the basic diet, really cleans out the diet. Also, I have a book, Do You Have the Guts to Be Beautiful, that has a facial in the book and that facial erases um, these darker spots and gets rid of melasma or de-emphasizes it so it, it'll basically go away.
0: The lethal dose, murder, murder by medicine? Oh, that's a different yeah. one. That's a different one.
1: No, it's a different book. This is the beauty book. The, the beauty book. Do you have the guts? To do be you have beautiful? the guts? Yeah, to I, I'm th- not sure about our inventory levels or whatever. But
0: is that yeah. available? Amazon or at your site? Do you have the guts to be beautiful? Do we? No, not?
1: Amazon is uh, not cooperating with that particular oh, publication. Well,
0: what's, there, what's that about? <laughs> well, they're no fun.
1: Well, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to get it, you have you do have to get it at okay. Vitality. Okay. Hopefully they have it.
0: Marie is in Minneapolis and she has two kids, five and oh, a seven great. year old, and both are in speech therapy. Ugh. Progress is slow. Do you have any recommendations on foods and supplements that I can give them to speed? Take up them the-
1: out of speech therapy. They're not gonna make any progress in speech therapy. Just
0: well, see you're gonna save, save some money, time. Marie. Get just write that.
1: Yeah. It's not worth driving them to speech therapy and driving them back. So my brother, I've told this story before, I'll tell it again. He did not speak at all, zero speech. And my parents had him in speech therapy uh, for years. Finally, at age seven, he spoke. And when he spoke, well, they'd stopped speech therapy because they were just exhausted from driving back and forth for years. And so uh, when he finally spoke, my parents said, "Well, well, Eugene, why didn't you speak all those years? He said there was no reason to. Everything was going just fine. <laughs> so uh, speech therapy almost never addresses the problem. <laughs> and you're not going to get any results. So it's just save yourself time. But get some brain, feed the kids some brain, and that will increase the connection between the brain, tongue, and they'll be more articulate. The other thing you can do is if you can't get brain, which will probably take you a while to source that, is give them Shilajit. Shilajit is amazing. Hmm. Uh, a lot of times kids have speech therapy problems because they have a trace mineral nutritional deficiency. You could go see an alternative healing guru, and they could do, I don't know, $3,000 worth of testing to find out which trace mineral you might need. And then they could sell you another $300 a month of trace minerals. Or you could just get Shilajit for $25 from Amazon, maybe $50.
0: <laughs> maybe 50
1: Yeah, and give the kid just a little speck of it, like um, an eighth of a quarter teaspoon. Not talking a lot here. And he can mix it in the kid's food or something and give it to him daily. And uh, between the minerals and the brain, the kids will um, talk a storm and you'll be trying to tell them how to shut (laughs) up. Shut up,
0: shut up, shut up. We have a wonderful (laughs) Sheila Jit, the one I use. It's on Omica Organics and it's black. And I've talked to the fellow who sourced it and he was all over the place in that part of the world. He said, there's a lot of really weird stuff being sold to Sheila legit? that isn't. Yeah. So, so isn't there? So be careful. So this is a good one, our maca Organics. I like it. it kind of tastes like dirt, or I don't know what it tastes like. It tastes kind of, I don't know.
1: It's pretty bad taste. Pretty bad. So it's good. That you don't have to take much of it. And the flavor is easily disguised in almost anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We have a 73-year-old lady here. Excellent health. Still working full time managing the family business. Oh God, love you, but she's developed cataracts, which are getting progressively worse. Both of the ophthalmologists. I've so talked
1: about I have, this
0: already. Con- I'm sorry. Eye
1: washes. Eye washes. We talked about how to do. Eye washes.
0: Okay. What else? <laughs> um,
1: eye washes and just um, really rinsing the eye out is and eating eating more vegetables. That's the simple approach. If she wants to you know she could go to the trouble of juicing juice. she's working with no business she can bring a juice to work whatever she's characters it's it's a cataract it's a rinse it's a rinse action you got to clean those eyes out you can use either a ginger tea or you can use um salt water salt water you want to go for a three percent solution just like the ocean and so that would be um about a teaspoon and a half for a cup of water
0: we have a 66-year-old boy named Jack and um, does not smoke or drink, or not overweight, diet is pretty clean, farm fresh eggs, etc., beef, uh, organic tea, uh, but his problem is his blood pressure is 150 over 105, and he, and he said his cholesterol is at 350, so he wants to lower The cholesterol's fine,
1: keep the cholesterol right where it is. Yeah, right where it is. they've done the research. Once you're over 60, a cholesterol over 300 is associated with longer life. Yes. All right. But our real problem here is high blood pressure. Is that what we're thinking?
0: 150 over 105, he's concerned.
1: Yes. the 150 is actually not really a concern, but the 105 is. So he needs to um, increase his water, increase his bowel movements, and walk for about half an hour a day. And the kind of walking he needs to do is no particular place to go, no particular time to get there. In other words, we're not in a hurry. Hmm. So that kind of walking expands the circulation. And once the blood expands and circulates in a wider area, the pressure falls. So that should take care of that bottom number for him.
0: That bottom number wants to be 70 or around that range or something.
1: Da, 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 da. 90
0: or less oh 90 or less okay
1: we're just trying to give this guy a good life we're not trying to fix any numbers so he can brag on a dating website or something right we just we just want him to have a healthy happy life
0: We have a homeschooler mom and she would just like to get some advice that you would have for homeschooling moms in general i'm learning so much about teaching kids about making choices health education career wow my ASD son, what is ASD, ASD hmm. is agoraphobic, and I can't get him off the computer. We live in a very blue state, so it's hard. you can't get
1: him off the computer, you're not much of a parent. I mean, for God's sake, just pull the plug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just take
1: my. <laughs> Sorry, kid, computer's not working today. You got to make do the best you can.
0: <laughs> what is ASD? She said, my ASD son. Atrial,
1: aortic septal defect. It's a heart, heart defect. Maybe oh. he has another ASD.
0: So just get him off the computer. So
1: She thinks he's got a computer problem. Get him off the computer. So what I would recommend for homeschooling is what people don't realize is the regular school system is such an incredibly rigid system. It really just molds your kids. And a problem with homeschoolers, I was guilty of it too, is I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. So you can have, oh, you know, whatever. But let the kid have consequences of his actions. And so once the kid gets around 10 years old, what I would do is Give him a not quite enough money global budget and let him accept the responsibility for buying or sewing or providing his clothes, Mm -hmm. uh, his own food and uh, his own transportation. And you will see that he's going to get real resourceful and learn a lot of very adult lessons in a very safe, uh, environment. For example, uh, one family that I was, uh, helping. The kids were just they were just out of control. They were demanding. Da, 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 da. And the mother said, Okay, fine. I mean I told you, look, give these kids whatever you figure out what you're spending on them. And take seventy-five percent of that and give them that as their allowance. They can know what they want with it. They can buy food, they can buy computer games, whatever they want. And so of course her son bought computer games and had no money for food. So he had to go borrow money from his sister at a high interest rate and you know, you know <laughs> where that left. So he at the, so this has been going on for a couple of years. So now he's realized he doesn't ever want to be in debt, but he figured it out without having to take out a hundred thousand dollars at college debt. He also figured out college is a bad investment because he's been counting his pennies and figuring this out and calculating that. So these kids will figure out a lot of stuff. If you just give them some parameters and some responsibility. The other thing I would say is give your kids, um, physical freedom. What does that mean? put them outside. Say, hey, um, you know, you can come back in in three hours to amuse yourself. And you'd be surprised. They'll make it home. Or maybe they'll just stay in the backyard and look at the flowers and bugs. But they're going to develop a lot more. Like this kid is agoraphobic, say, like, hey, sorry, dude. Guess what? We'll give you a tent for the backyard. Maybe you can stay in the, in the tent, <laughs> small space or something. But you're not coming in. <laughs> we'll see you in three hours. Um, the only thing you should give your kids responsibility of is, to prepare a full complete meal all by themselves and feed the family. That's, mm-hmm. They should do that at least once. Another um, project to give a homeschool kid is to make a complete outfit that he's proud to wear outside. And, you know, of course, you know, sewing machine, hand sew it, whatever, get it done. And so I think if you can just give the kids these certain projects to do and a deadline, like obviously, the deadline for dinner is dinner time, you pick the time. Um, They're going to be um, pretty good adults. And just in sewing their own outfit, they're going to teach themselves geometry. It's going to happen. Hmm. Come I got to geometry in school because I sewed my own clothes. I got to geometry. I'm like, I know all that about parallel lines. I know that. I know that. What are they talking about? I don't need to. That's great. It was redundant. Yeah.
0: This little addendum to this, and I think it's interesting that she had talked to you before about Mm -hmm. your narcissistic hus spouse and your answer was to leave <laughs> to leave <Yeah. laughs> and I, I don't have a good paying job and I'm, I'm just recovering i've been so fatigued but i just don't know what's stopping me from just going to an attorney and leaving i want to be like you brave
1: for you don't your... need an attorney to leave to... slip off the back <laughs> <Make laughs> slip slip <laughs> jack you don't need an attorney to leave <laughs> wow well. You've got to accept the responsibility for supporting yourself. Isn't that
0: great? Isn't that amazing? I just,
1: just yeah, you got, got to do that. You can't. You you you're full of excuses. You just got to let go of the excuses. Yeah. You can leave him with the kids and say good luck, guys. I know you can do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, with that we will leave you because it's time. And thanks for being here. Yeah. What's up you're for welcome. you today? What's going to go on? What are you going to go out and?
1: Well, of course, it's jujitsu practice. Jiu-jitsu I've got to get myself. Practice. Yes, jiu-jitsu. like that for jujitsu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'd love to see somebody uh, somebody, somebody have a video someday so we could see you, see you. it'd be fun have somebody video I, I do i do
1: have a i do have
0: a video a video someday we can show you can show us if you could send it to yeah. me before a show i can get it on and we can put it on the screen you know be fun
1: well, I'm also other people so i don't want to you know violate their privacy. yeah yeah
0: you got to make sure that they're okay with that before you do it
1: okay that, all right.
0: Thanks a lot. Have fun. We, uh, we love oh. you and you look great and keep eating your pig oh, thank ears. Thank you. And uh, you take care of yourself, okay? Okay,
1: we'll do. Bye bye. All right, sweetie.
0: Bye. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, boy, she's great. Huh? So much fun. Good stuff. We got through a lot of emails. The ones we didn't get to, uh, that, wow. They all came in after the show started. We got all the ones all the way in for two and a half hours. So we did pretty good. So I'll save all these for next month and uh, keep them coming. All right, kids. We're going to have fun tomorrow. I really look forward to talking with Steve Falconer. He is just a handful. Um, we can talk anything from the lost history to cosmology truth to what's going on in media. I mean, he's just into all kinds of what are known as Conspiracy theories. Of course, we know that they're not. We know that they're real because they're not a conspiracy theory. I think that all started after 9-11, the idea of a conspiracy theory. A lot of awake folks, not awoke, but awake folks, started to say, you know, Those buildings didn't fall down just because a plane hit the 58th floor. Of course not. There was a controlled demolition. You can go to, I don't know why I'm getting on this, but the guy's, the fellow's name is Gage. We're going to have him on the show. C-A-G-E, Architects and um, something. They've got like five, seven 750 architects that proven that the towers were were pulled down by De- Controlled demolition. They, you know, It was all planned the day before. The whole thing was a scam. Anyway, I don't know, that's where the term conspiracy theory came from when you started to question the official story of uh, you know, 9-11. And how can you not? Because it didn't happen like they say it did. Anyway. Steve Falconer tomorrow and Virus Ahmad is going to be here on Wednesday. We're going to have a special show, you and I, on Wednesday before virus. And we're going to dig more into um, why we look the way we look. This is really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. So we're going to do that Wednesday morning. All right. See you. Take care. I love you. May the blessings be. And let me know if I can help. Patrick, One Radio Network. Com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.